0: An Irish Independent digital subscription doesn't just get you the news. It gets you the best of Ireland's stories all in one place, whether it's the best of politics, business, sport, entertainment, or lifestyle. Get it all for just €4 euro a month for 12 months when you first subscribe. Visit
1: independent.ie forward slash subscribe today. Irish Independent. Terms and conditions apply. Cancel anytime.
3: If you like the Indo Daily, you can follow us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today on the Indo Daily.
2: Budget 2023, presented by Minister McGrath and I today, is and must be a cost of living budget.
0: A lot of money spread so thinly that some won't even notice. Well, many, far too many, will still need more by the
2: time. This winter is out. I am introducing a new rent tax credit valued at €500 per year. So today you have announced a measure that you know in your heart and heart, indeed you told us all here and at all, that this will be pocketed by landlords. Today I'm providing funding for free school books for all pupils in recognised primary schools within the free education system from September of next year.
1: But for those young people who are watching on today with growing frustration, let me say to you that we hear you. We see that the ministers in front of us have passed their sell-by date.
2: To reduce smoking in Irish society, I'm increasing excise duty on a pack of 20 cigarettes by 50 cents with a pro-rata increase on other tobacco products.
3: Well, it's an €11 billion budget bonanza with €4.1 billion of it set aside to address the cost of living crisis. But who amongst us are the winners and who has been left out in the cold? In this Budget 2023 special, we'll be getting to grips with what today's announcements mean for you and your pocket. I'm Siobhan McGuire, and joining me today are the Irish Independence, Personal Finance Editor Charlie Weston, Business Editor Donal O'Donovan and Taxback.com's Consumer Tax Manager Marion Ryan, Donal, I'm going to start with you. Can you perhaps explain to us exactly how a budget like this, 11 billion, is calculated from the get-go?
0: I think, uh, Siobhan, it's probably important to say it isn't about This is two quite distinct budgets that have been sort of intermingled in a funny way. There's Budget 2023, which is a reasonably normal budget, and it's a big, 6.9 billion, reasonably generous. That's the mix of. Uh, and, and we say 6.9, but that's really the new bit. So it's a 90 billion budget. The new bit is 6.9 um, billion. A mix of new spending commitments and and tax reductions. And the headline one really for next year is is the shift in the income tax band, which a, a lot of people, kind of middle income and 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 higher income uh, earners, will feel. That's a fairly normal budget process, if you like. So you know, th- th- there's. Next year's uh, income has been kind of tallied and assessed and 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 the, you know ministers are fighting over the divvy up of that. What's really unusual this year is is the more than four billion of kind of winter spending, emergency spending, if you like, that's going to happen, a huge amount of it targeted at supporting people's energy bills, supporting individual household energy bills, and supporting uh, business energy bills. That's very unusual it doesn't happen, that's not normal. And it's, it's happening, A, because those bills are, are go, going to be tremendously big and very, very scary for people, but also because there's money in the pot. So there is a kitty and there's no new extra funding, fundraising, no new tax, no new revenue that has to has to be found for that. That's the surplus. It's an unexpected surplus. Certainly it's for ministers, it's an unexpected surplus. Um, Where does uh,
3: an unexpected surplus come from?
0: It's tax that so is, is being paid this year. It's tax that's being paid this year that wasn't expected to be paid this year. Also, uh, that's slightly overlooked is that the spending this year is running below what was predicted. So there's less money being spent on on some of the departments have, are handing back money at the end of the year, which maybe ministers need to have a look at because that's not particularly efficient. Yeah. Um. Some of the the spending commitments around kind of Ukrainian refugees they haven't really materialised. So the number of people coming here, the amount of support they're getting is not as big as as, as was thought. We haven't had to spend the COVID contingency fund. So there is money. Um unspent that was supposed to be spent, or if you like, was budgeted to be spent. So that's just kind of a saving. And then there's this huge amount of tax that's being paid. Income tax is coming in very strongly this year. VAT is coming in very strongly this year. And most of all, as everyone knows, corporation tax is just, is just pouring in through the, through, through the the windows and doors of Marion Street. And that that's come in. It's unexpected. It's a surplus. The government was hoping um, to have a, a small deficit at the end of this year. So they're expecting to borrow a little bit. Um, that's not going to happen. And they're going to use that money and they're going to spend it. So a, a lot of it.
3: So, Marion, I might bring you in now. Donal has touched upon the income tax. Can you break it down for me? What are the, the changes announced today?
1: Yeah, so I suppose there's something for everyone in, in this budget there. I think the, the real winners today are going to be kind of the the squeeze middle, the working families there. So the first thing they've done is they've increased the personal tax credit and the employee tax credit by 75 euros. That's going to benefit every taxpayer in the country. So that's 150 euros into everyone's pocket straight away there. The second thing they've done is they've increased the cutoff point. So the cutoff point is when you start to pay the higher rate of tax. So up until today or up until the end of this year there, anyone earning up to 36,800 euros will be paying tax at a rate of 20 percent. And anything above that will be 40 percent. They've pushed that out and they've increased that up to 40,000 euros there. So again, into people's pockets, that's going to be about 640 euros per taxpayer. And if it's a married couple or if you're a family, it's going to be over €1,200 Euros there. So that's really beneficial to people as well. What is really welcomed today, and I don't think it's enough, is they reintroduced the rent tax credit there. They capped it at €500. Euros. That's a, a drop in the ocean, I suppose, compared to the soaring rents that people are paying nowadays there. But again, it, it, it helps somewhat. It, it's a bit of a benefit to people, but it, it doesn't go anywhere near what's needed.
3: And so when do we see those tax changes kicking in? Uh, Marion. Is it from January of next year? Yeah,
1: so the, the changes in the cutoff point and the tax credits, that'll be from January next year there. They did mention with the rent tax credit that it's going to be inclusive for this year, 2022. So I would imagine that it's going to be retrospective. So once you get to January and you're filing your tax return, for this year, for 2022, you can claim the rent tax credit retrospectively there. But most of the taxation measures, they're all going to come in for the income tax side of things in, in January 1st.
3: So, Charlie, you're no stranger about talking uh, around consumer issues and personal finance issues. What are the takings that uh, come from this particular budget that will help each of us as individuals trying to heat our homes in this winter discontent?
2: Well, there's two big things, I suppose. There's a universal uh, credit on your electricity bill, would be 600 euros now that it was well flagged you'll get 200 euros of that before christmas and t- another two separate payments uh, after christmas so that that'll help it won't by any means cover the increases we've seen we've seen savage increases in electricity for, uh, and gas for example Borgosh's bills for its 1.2 million electricity cum- customers are going up soon electric ireland's 1.2 million customers rather um, they're going up from 1st of October. Uh, the, the, the 27% increase in, in electricity bills. It's the third increase. The average family is probably going to spend about an extra 2,000 euros on fuel this year. So, you know, th- that fuel, uh, that fuel credit, that electricity credit is, is 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 good, but it it won't cover everything. I'm afraid. There's also changes in the fuel allowance. That's that's the you know they're going to extend that. Plus they're giving them a a 400 euro lump sum of the people who qualify for that. So all of that will help, uh, but people are still going to be hit with enormous bills come deep into cold winter when it's short days and cold, cold uh, evenings.
3: And there was a kind of initial worry that um, the price of petrol and diesel would go up again.
2: Yeah, yeah they've maintained the, the excise duty cut on diesel and on petrol. It's about 21 cents on petrol and uh you know and uh, diesel is a cut there as well uh and they're, they're kind of they've done something clever with the carbon tax as well they're kind of gonna, gonna try and offset that by reducing a levy that's on that's on your petrol and diesel as well uh because you know um, that's a huge expense particularly for people who live in rural areas who have to use their cars and then in pu- public transport they're extending those reductions in in public transport fares as well uh, uh, and then on, there's one other thing on the um, uh, your your energy as well. The the uh, the lower VAT rate uh, on electricity and gas at nine percent. That's going to be extended into the end of next February, I think it is. So, you know, th- they're all little bits that will help, but um, it's still going to be a tough year financially for people heating and uh, lighting
1: homes.
3: And talk to me, Marion, a little bit about the USC charge. What changes have happened there?
1: Yeah, so they have what they've done is they've slightly increased the bands there, the second rate band of USC. They've increased it up there and mainly that is to kind of capture those people that are going to benefit from the increase in the minimum wage. They wanna make sure that they're not getting overly penalised I suppose when it comes to, to taxation then on top of there so it's gone up slightly there so again it's not a few bob into to people's pockets it's not going to be a huge amount but again it's just I suppose there's no point in increasing the minimum wage for people for it all to be clawed back in, into the government pockets as well there so the, the increase there is, is welcomed and again it's it's kind of aiming for the, the lower to middle age or middle income earners there to benefit them.
3: And another takeaway, of course, is in relation to social welfare.
1: Yeah, so there's increases coming in there in, in the social welfare. Again, we're aiming for the lower, the middle. The this this budget is for, the, for those people there along the way. There's a five-year increase on the majority of social welfare payments. There's going to be double payments on a lot of the social welfare payments, the children's allowance and stuff like that, coming up to the Christmas time there. So th- that's all very welcome as well there. And it, it's really, it's I suppose it's very social, budget, if that's the right way to to, to put it there for people. It's really trying to help people alleviate the the pain of the the current. Exactly.
3: Donal, the business community, how are they faring from today's announcements now?
0: Just like households, the main kind of um, the the main benefit to businesses is 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 effectively some you know a rebate on the on the, on their electricity bills. So it's not like the UK. The UK they've introduced a cap on electricity bills, which is sort of a big commitment for the government to undertake. It's different here. It is it's it's limited. Um, uh, so a business that's had their energy bill rise by fifty percent or more can claim back forty percent of the increase. Um, up to ten thousand euros a month so uh, every bin- every business in the country will have will have will have had their uh, bill rise by at least that um so it's not going to recover it's not going to recover for them the, the cost of higher energy bills but it's going to take some of the pain and the sting out of out of it and again um uh, like some of the double pay- payments in, in, in social welfare it's not recurring it's it's there's no commitment from the government to do this into the future it's just a one-off so they're using they're using cash that's in the kitty right now to make one-off payments. Um, I suspect with, a, with an eye to the bond market, I and mean, people will have seen what's happened in the UK this week, where kind of unfunded long-term commitments are being absolutely hammered and punished. So that's not happening here, certainly in anything like that kind of, you know, so that the, 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 there's a, a very specific um, uh, a program that's happening here of single payments, one-off payments, one-off measures, um, uh, targeted measures, uh, uh, but, but but not recurring. It has there be, be a windfall tax on the energy companies, um, and that's going to recoup some of the costs of of those those one-off payments. The problem is, the energy companies, some of the energy companies are going to the wall. They're leaving. They're, well, certainly they're leaving the market, or they're um, they're they're trapped, just like most businesses are, between higher uh, costs of buying energy. If they buy energy at all, um, they're not able to fully pass that on. And 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 and, and funnily enough, that I mean the biggest energy producers. Um, are, are probably not here. So it's limited in what you can do in Ireland with a, with a windfall tax. There is a windfall tax on energy companies. It will raise revenue and that will go quickly back into the. There
2: the was calls plot. as well, I suppose, for a price cap on energy. A lot of people would see that as a nice, clean, simple solution, but it's a complicated one. I mean, that has caused problems in Britain for energy companies. You're writing a blank check. The government will be writing a blank check for energy companies. A lot of the ones we have here are owned overseas, so why would you do that? Plus, as well, there's no incentive to reduce your consumption which is what the government are trying to get us to do. If you are if you have price caps, people will just continue to use the same amount of energy if they know the price isn't gonna change. So, you know, th- that's something that's been called for, but the, I, I don't think the government, any sane government would be able to deliver that. It's, it's, it's a difficult one. I know they're doing it in Britain and France and other countries, but for a small country like ours, you know, which has, uh, doesn't have um, uh, many indigenous sources of energy, it would be difficult for us, I think.
3: There's been a a couple of things from this budget that will be hugely welcomed. I'm thinking about the the school book. um, Yeah, that's long been
2: called for. You know, they've decided that primary school children now will will, will have uh, from next September about 110 euros worth of of books. Presumably that will cover the workbooks, you know, these awful things which can't be transferred from one child to the next, the devil's work, if you like, you know, (laughs) Um, because they've become, you know, uh, a recurring uh, um, income for for, for the publishers, the educational publishers, you know, because... they, they can't be passed down. So, uh, but but that's huge. We're, we're out of step in Europe with, with, with the cost of, of primary education. So that's a that's a very interesting move as well. That's quite a radical move. That in its own would be a big announcement. But there's so many small little different announcements yeah. here that that some of these things are going to get missed. I think.
3: Yeah, and and little things, Marion, You and I were discussing earlier the fact that you know that there are, are now um, allowances to be had on the likes of say HRT treatments, IVF. You know. Um, That's all very significant.
1: It's huge and it's something that's been kind of, I suppose, looked for for years or wanted for years or even like, I suppose... When people do go down the route of fertility treatments, it's the the cost of it, it's not hundreds of euros, it's thousands and it's ten thousands of euros there. To bring that in, like, as well for, again, if we're looking at the squeeze middle here, that's the squeeze middle there. If you're a young married couple, you're trying for a baby, you'd look down the route of fertility treatments and that's tens of thousands of euros. So something like that is hugely welcomed. Like, it might be a small group of people when you look at the, the country as a whole, but, like, it's a really overlooked group of the population, that has been the case for a long time. And as well, I suppose, like uh, as women, the HRT is something that is going to become relevant to us there, but it's, it's kind of taboo. It's not being talked about. So it's great to see these kind of measures being bring brought in as well, as long, along with contraception me- measures brought in as well. Yeah. It really is kind of, it's modern, <laughs> I suppose. So There's a lot of it.
2: announcements on health, actually, that were interesting. You know, That's I mean, right, yeah. Uh, the hospital charges, uh, you know, that, that they're getting rid of those for adults. They They have got, got rid of them for children. I mean, that could cost you anywhere about 800 euros a year if you have to go to hospital a lot. And then an extra 400,000 people will qualify for GP cards. Now, the problem there is you just can't get an appointment with a GP. So how that's going to be resolved, I don't know. The GPs, we don't have enough of them. They're very stretched as it is. And a lot a lot of them are retiring. They're of an age. Um, so, but, but, but these are all interesting developments. Whether they come to pass or not is another thing. We're great at announcing these plans, delivery sometimes. Is, is, is an issue in this country.
3: Donald, the kind of winning government departments and all of this, I'm thinking Department for Social Protection, uh, even health. I mean, they've had a massive take from today's budget.
0: Social protection, I think in particular, um, uh, health probably less than they wanted. Um, health budgets are a, a big issue. And, a, and a, I suppose it's easy to look at the budget bit of being the new bit, but the health budget is just so enormous and you would kind of like to think that there were savings to be found in there anyway. Um, uh, there's there's money for justice. There's money for Gardaí. There's money for uh, for the army. There be there are very few departments that aren't winning, if you like. Um,
3: hospitality sector, however,
0: hospitality sector aren't getting their their nine percent um, uh, VAT rate extended. And to be honest, they really don't have anyone to blame for that but themselves. Um, so they're you know they've twice have, have, have had that um, that VAT rate. It's been really really useful for them. It's very very useful coming out of of the crash it was very 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 useful during covid um i think the the like the accusations of price ga- price gouging uh, particularly around big weekends and 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 kind of uh, busy times of the year are probably too hard to ignore but now you f- would for for worry ministers. about you
2: would worry about restaurants now they're facing enormous energy bill hikes they've a shortage of staff because their staff can't locate yeah often in the cities now they're going to see higher VAT and people are retrenching because the bills are going up. Yeah. It won't be going out as much. So I think it's going to be a very, very difficult winter for, for, for restaurants in particular.
0: It's going to be a difficult winter for a lot of people. And I don't think, you know, as generous as the budget is, it's not going to be enough to upset, offset some of what's coming down the track. So um, notwithstanding, people are going to get money back. They're going to feel a little bit better off. I mean, the, the number that st- stuck out for me today was the, the forecast for inflation next year is 7%. And that's seven percent on top of what we've already had. So that's like a compounding level of inflation. So that seven percent will probably feel worse than the nine percent we've already had. and that's for next year. And that's notwithstanding you know that you're going to be getting money back. So yes, it's a very generous budget. Yes, there's eleven billion you know being put kind of into people's pockets, into businesses. you're still, I think, going to feel next year that there's a pinch.
3: And my thanks there to Charlie Weston, Donald O'Donovan and Marion Ryan. I'm Siobhan Maguire, and today's episode of the Indo Daily was produced by myself, researched by Tabitha Monaghan, with sound by Gavin Hennessy. Archive clips from RTE and independent.ie. If you enjoy the Indo Daily, don't forget to like, follow and leave us a review.